You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The the script is right on the notes, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm tempted to just leave that whole thing in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, did you? All right, go ahead. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea, and you're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. On this week's episode, we'll be answering your questions and a few of our own. But before we get into that, Katie, what have you been up to? Clearly a lot. It No, not really. Well, well I mean, sort of. you're on the computer a lot this week, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, but got zero, like, only partial benefit out of that baloney. Boo. Anyways, <laughs> boo. Um, anyways, so I had dinner with Karen and Tiffany, which was super fun. Yeah. We went to Chile's. Chile's OG. <laughs> yes. Um, And then we went to Barnes & Noble and, like, hung out and stuff because we nerds and it's great classic um we actually had a really good time at barnes noble because we were walking through like the movie music section and we were just like quoting movies and stuff i'm like oh did you see this movie and we're like (laughs) you know like in um the holiday when jack black and kate winslet are like walking through blockbuster and he was like and he like picks up a movie and he starts doing the score it was basically that but like with lines yes that sounds about right (laughs) And people, like, were walking by us, like, staring. And I was like, what? You don't like pure country? Don't talk to me. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's okay. No one really likes pure country. Just me and, like, a couple people who have actually seen that movie. There you go. Anyways. um, So I did that. And then uh, I went to the gem fair. So, like, gems as in, like, jewelry. Yes. Stones and rocks. Stuff like that. Um, because my sister's always wanted to go, uh, and turns out that one of my friends has a good friend who's really into collecting rocks. That's cool. So he drove down, and then the two of them came down and met us at the gem fair, and it was at the Orange County Fairgrounds, so like out in Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I just sort of like wandered around, and we like let my sister and his friend like loose we're like don't spend too much money and just like let them go (laughs) have fun be safe see you at six (laughs) basically this is our meeting point and like so he and i just like wandered around and we're like looking at stones and rocks and stuff and eventually like every so often we like run into one or both of them and we're like oh did you buy anything oh i bought this 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 and this we're like okay don't spend more money bye (laughs) and they like run off to like another place and then we went out to lunch it was pretty fun that sounds fun yeah it was really really fun and then i went home and watched the oscars yes so it wasn't bad i mean <laughs> felt like i was intruding on a super personal moment between lady gaga and bradley cooper Thanks. when they were singing shallow i was like D- 
do I need to leave? <laughs> Literally, you're like, um, do I, do I need to call your wife? Like, <laughs> it's like she's sitting in the front row. This is awkward. It's really awkward. Um, um, the Oscars were actually not bad. They actually moved fairly swiftly because they didn't have a host. Like, yeah, and they cut just, out a lot. Well, they put like five awards during the commercials. I don't think they did. Feel like they, I feel like because everyone made a whole stink about it. Well, they were going to, so like there was a lot of times where like the presenter would be like, "Yes, I'm here to present this award," which would usually be given out during the commercial break, but we're doing it now. And I was like, "Dang!" Oh, <laughs> yeah, they made a big stink about it. Uh, so they had announced, I guess, weeks before the Oscars about how they were going to remove some awards. So like, I think they were going to not show makeup, costume. And a few other yeah. of the, like, what they consider minor awards. And people, like, got, like, really mad about yeah, it. Rightfully so. Yeah. So they were like, oh, JK, I guess we'll leave them in. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, I mean, it was pretty great because Black Panther took home a lot of awards. I mean, they didn't take home any of the, like, like, they didn't take Best Picture when they probably should have. They didn't get some of the other ones. But they got, like best costume best like best uh i think some music ones like a lot and... of technical stuff like mm-hmm. yeah but it's the first time that i think a marvel movie has won oscars i could be wrong don't at me rudely you can tell me if i'm wrong that's yeah. fine politely tweet at um, us. <laughs> yeah po- politely tell me i'm wrong uh but uh spider-man into the spider-verse won for yes. best animated feature which was like super awesome that was awesome. and really exciting uh but yeah the oscars weren't bad per se but i mean chris evans and his beard were there so i was like here for it instantly a success <laughs> oh yeah when i saw pictures of him i was like oh chris evans and his beard is there i'm, I'm in i'm watching Sold. it just for that <laughs> And he was in the front row, so I got to see him a lot. Nice. Uh, so then after that, on Monday, I got tickets to see my first K-pop band in real life. Uh, band is called Astro. And I got VIP meet and greet high touch tickets. And high touches means you get to like high five the members or something. I'm not really sure what it means. In my mind, I'm high touching means hugging. That's that's what it should mean. <laughs> but I mean, it's probably not that. You're like in my um, mind, it's a hug, but in, in reality, my mind, it's probably a high five. <laughs> it's a it's a hand hug. There it's you like go. a high five hand hug. <laughs> Whatever. But I get to meet them, and I'm like really excited slash a nervous wreck about it, but I'll be okay up until like maybe the day of day before day of, where I'm like, Oh God, I'm going to be meeting them. But yeah, that was a successful ticket buy. Like I actually bought tickets for that show and the ones that I was fine with having. Um, I didn't get the photo op one, which was fine. Like that's fine. I get to meet them anyway, but I successfully did not, did not. (laughs) get bts tickets yesterday yes nor did i get tickets today to see stray kids ah. so it's hard ah. it's hard buying k-pop tickets and this is like a lot of their first time in the u.s obviously not bts but like stray kids astro it's like their first tour right their their first u.s tour i mean i believe astro has been here before but i'm not know, really okay. 
100% sure, but Stray Kids has not played here before. So when the queue opened up and I was 2,000 plus people back in line, I was like, well, <laughs> not getting these. No. I like... I messaged our friends and I was like, hey, uh, I hope you guys have fun at this show because I'm not going to get to go. And they're like, wait, why? And I was like, I'm 2,000 plus people in line. There's only 3,000 seats in this venue. Exactly. I'm not going. But it's okay. It's fine. I really wanted to see Astro and I get to see them. And then I'm seeing another smaller K-pop band called Mont. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see them too. Uh, they only have three songs available, so it'll be a real interesting show. <laughs> Play their three songs. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> It'd be cool oh, if they, show, like, have some new songs that they'll just, like, play for you guys, you know? Uh, they might do new songs. They could do covers. I yeah. mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I went to an actual con- – like, I went to a concert last night. Yeah. Like, I saw a band. <laughs> Not just bought tickets for one. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, yeah, I went, I went and saw this band called Coin. They're a like alternative rock band from Tennessee. Yeah, and and I was wondering who they were actually. They're amazing. Uh, the song that everyone probably knows is uh, "Talk Too Much," which is uh, been on the radio. So I'll I'll send you. You should include something, I guess, like a Spotify link or something. I yeah. want people to listen to them because they're like amazing. And their show was, like, seamless. So they, like, got up there. They went song, song. None of that, like, talky-talky, like, (laughs) chit-chat in the middle of songs. Nope. They were just, like, song, song, song. Hey, guys. Hi, L.A. Love you, L.A. Song, song. Oh, we love you, too. Song. Like, that's it. (laughs) Wow. And then they didn't even do, like, the, like, oh, fake end of show, come back for an encore. No, they were, like, we're going to play these two songs, and then we out. (laughs) We were like, okay, cool. But it was, it was really, really, really good. Um, I do, however, have questions for the two people that were holding whisks in the air. I was going to ask you that because on your Instagram videos, I was like, do I see a whisk being like waved in the air? All right. Maybe it's like their thing. (laughs) Dude, I have no, maybe this is their version of light sticks. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. I don't know. I was like... Maybe there's like a deep reference for their fandom of like a whisk or something. And they're just like, yeah, we're here for that. (laughs) And I'm just like, uh, I don't, I don't get it, but all right. Um, but they were really, really great. And so was Tessa Violet who opened for them. So they had one opener. She was fantastic. She got off stage. They came out. Boom. Show done. In. Out. We we out. Like, you were in bed a, by 10. It was good. <laughs> it was a good show. It was really good. That's awesome. Um, and then we had our all hands meeting at work, which also included happy hour. So I went to happy hour with like people from work and hung out and talked and we were and the the person that we call the money he's our cfo Mm -hmm. like uh he like left and i was like oh oh do we not get to order anymore i was like the money's gone and carrie like my boss reaches in her pocket and she goes oh no i still have it and i was like oh gift card (laughs) she's like he left the money and i was like oh perfect that means more food nice at some point i was like given a glass of a sparkling red wine and I don't know how it ended up in my hand 
because like Carrie had one and then my CEO had one and she like took a sip and then it ended up in my hand. And I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> it's like, like, I guess this is my drink now. Uh. I was like, I guess I'm drinking this now. But it was really funny because we were sitting at the I was sitting at the middle table and everyone's reject drink was ending up on our table for somebody to drink. Because at the place we go to for their happy hour, they do two for one. So it's like one regular priced size beer. Uh, You only pay for that one, but you get two. Yeah. So people were ordering like the two for one. They're like, oh, I'm not going to drink this. And they would put it on our table. And I'm like, why do we have a Coors Light, a glass of wine, a St. Germain, and like two other drinks on the table? We're like, who's going to drink these? Well, and wouldn't they want it? Like, I, I mean, no, maybe because like they were full size drinks, so you're drinking like double with this. That would not fly here. At one hundred percent, both of those would have been downed. <laughs> oh yeah, no. What is it at your wedding? People were like double fisting it every time they went to the bar. They were like, oh, I just didn't want to go back yet. It happens every time I go out. Someone's like, next round, next round. I'm like, I'm a third of the way into my pint. Can you chill? Like, <laughs> I was like, uh, how long is it going to take you to walk back? I might not be able to finish this yet. Yeah. And sometimes, though, like the bar is so busy that you're like, yeah, I'm going to get two now and just <laughs> avoid this crowd. <laughs> yeah. See, that makes sense. Yeah. It was it was a good night. And then I hung out with Dee and Mimi and Leana at the mall. Yes. Randomly. That's yeah. fun. And that's all I did. You know, hardly anything. Yes. Now let's go to my epic list. Yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, please tell me about this massive list of things you did. It, guys, it's obviously a joke. I did two things. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, okay, so I saw The Favorite, which finally came to Downpatrick, uh, because apparently the the uh, the com- like the one movie theater company that's in Northern Ireland, uh, ha- like has like two shared copies they had to like share with all of Northern Ireland. What the so heck? so it eventually made it here. <laughs> uh, I did not enjoy it, and I was actually really bummed because everyone was saying that the favorite was so good. It was the one with Olivia Coleman mm-hmm. and Emma Stone. It. And it's it's very artsy, and I definitely like enjoyed it more than Eamon. Eamon like straight up was like, "No, that was work." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> like i laughed more i thought it was funny but like it was very very artsy and i kind like there were definitely parts where i was like i don't get this but okay olivia coleman was fantastic though so i mean definitely well-deserved win for her and then the other movie i saw which is gonna be like straight up my favorite for 2019 i'm calling it now it's february but i'm calling it now on the basis of sex, which is the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. Oh my God. I love it so much. (laughs) I didn't get to see it. I tried to see it, but uh, my friend Katie and I didn't get to see it. And we ended up seeing Mary Queen of Scots. You you def, I mean, Mary Queen of Scots is a good substitute, but this, this, oh my God. Like, it's so good. Like, or I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to like hype it up too much because some people, 
they don't want to like hype it and then go and be disappointed but I don't know this was just it was so good and like it you really really think about like how much change like women have gone through and especially in the U.S. well not especially but like specifically in the U.S. in the last like 40 years it's insane yeah and yeah no uh Felicity Jones did a really good job playing her uh Army Hammer was (laughs) charming very very charming I like it. Apparently, uh, there was an article or something written about when the cast met her. Apparently, they were like, oh, and here's Felicity Jones, who's going to be playing you. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's this tall, handsome man? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She's amazing. RPG is, like, the best. I mean, I don't think she literally said, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But she, I mean, but she basically was just like fawning over our army. Like, I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? She's like, over him? wow, hello, <laughs> <laughs> man. I love her so much. She's like one of the best Supreme Court judges ever. Seriously, don't at me about that yeah. either. Yeah, just accept it. Yeah, no, it was a fantastic movie. Well done. Um, very very classy. I enjoyed it a lot. So. That was like last night, actually. Nice. So that was a good kind of, I say end to my week, but really it was kind of the beginning. My weeks are all messed up, but yeah. Uh, but don't forget to head over to geek to geekmediacom to check out the latest episodes of the geek to geek podcast and Geek2Tude. And don't forget to subscribe to Capsule J and Troidal Power's Twitch streams so you don't miss out when they stream their favorite games and talk about nerd stuff. Uh, keep listening now to hear a promo for all the shows on the network. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch. And we're back. So, Katie, let's click on over to our list of questions for the Q&A episode. <laughs> okay. Um, I was already there, but... Taking it out of... 
I'm trying to build the suspense here. Also, I was trying to justify if there was any click noises on my end. But... <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, <laughs> so we got a, a really good list of questions from you all. Thank you so much for everyone. Um, and especially Rob, who obviously like blew up our Slack feed. <laughs> like... <laughs> There's so many questions. No, it's fantastic. So... Rob, we may not get to every one of your questions. We had to kind of go through and pick our favorites. But no, I think we're going to have a good time here. Um, yes. Are you excited? No. Oh, I'm okay. just kidding. Yes, well, of course. Uh, podcast over. And tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> and bye. <laughs> no. So first question comes from Erwin on Twitter. Erwin's Katie's friend. Yeah. Shout out to Erwin. And just coming hot right out of the gate. If all the BTS members were in a battle royale, who would win? And who would you want to win? So let's start with the first one. Who would win? Katie. Uh, Sugar, to be honest. Oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) This, this old, like, literally only people who, like, listen to bts are gonna get this at all um but i feel like so the reason i think that sugar would win is because he's like very quiet and like you think that he's like just a sleepy like just you know sleepy grandpa which is basically sleepy grandpa cut no i bet he would come out hard and take everyone out like yes no that's a good answer that's a very good answer (laughs) what about you who do you think would win i think jungkook would win only because he's so good at everything oh my god like he's honestly good at everything and he's like sometimes it's like can you can you stop being so good at everything because you're making like everyone else in the world look (laughs) like you know what i mean like yeah he's just like a man of many talents like for real um but katie who would you want to win probably v (laughs) how come but i don't think he would win i think he's too like i mean i mean he might like he could win i mean he kind of crazy which i love like he does some crazy stuff but i don't think he would win but i'd like to see him win that would be that'd be great that'd be what about you? I think I would love to see Jin win because you know he would just like rub it in everyone's face. <laughs> just oh my god! Because he would. so the thing about the thing about like like the I guess it's like part of Korean culture that you're very much like your age dictates how you treat someone. So if someone is older than you, you're supposed to very much treat them with like respect. And, you know, what the BTS members do not do this, even though Jin is the oldest in the group. They are not they are not afraid to clown him. And like, he's just he so wants to, like, be that dignified, like older person in the group. But he's just like a kid. He's just such a playful kid. So I feel like yeah. if he were to win, he would just be like, that's right. The eldest is like getting all the respect. And they're like, okay, Jin. 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, that would be so funny because they speak to him like super informally a lot, him yes. and Sugar. And Sugar just like ignores them with like, hey, hey. And he's like, don't, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> what is it? Jin gets really mad when they <laughs> when they turn to treat him not like his as an el- like an older person, but yes. like has the same age as them. He gets really mad about it. He does. It's really funny. Oh my god. It's fantastic. <clears throat> okay. All right. That was good. Thanks, Erwin. Yes, thank you, Erwin. Uh so Summer also hit us up on Twitter and said, What are the must see sites when visiting Ireland slash California? Uh, well, since obviously you can't answer Ireland, I mean, unless you want to, but you answer Cali. <laughs> You're like, I've, I've been twice. <laughs> I've been twice. <laughs> well, you answer for California and I'll answer for Ireland is what I was trying to say. I know. Oh my God. Am I going first? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, unless you want me to go first. No, I can go first. All right. Go for um, it. so for California, uh, specifically if you come to like southern california um like i would probably go like if you want to go super tourist west hollywood is really great or like hollywood to see like the walk of fame even though it's like kind of dirty and there's a lot of people and a lot of tourists um that's pretty cool um so is like going up to the observatory that would be pretty cool i've never even been there so you get one up on me I haven't. I've tried to go to the Griffith Observatory a bunch of times, but I always get lost somewhere in Griffith Park. Oh, to be fair, yeah, it's not the easiest to get to. Um, those are really great. Uh, Santa Monica is really cool, like yes. down at the boardwalk. Uh, so is Venice. Venice is like, I mean, it, iffy on that. Like, it's it's got a lot. I mean, parking sucks, and yeah. so does. Um, there's a lot of people and a lot of homeless people, but I mean, Venice is still really cool. (laughs) Oh yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, we're not really hyping up California real bad. No. Uh, go to this place, but it's kind of dirty. Yeah. (laughs) Um, obviously like I love Disneyland. So Disneyland is really great. Um, there's a bunch of great museums like the Getty and LACMA is really cool. The Los Angeles County Museum of Art. Um, if you want to see weird art, you can go to the Broad. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's got a lot of weird art, especially abstract art, which I hate. <laughs> um, but if you're into that, that's really cool. Uh, let's see. San Diego is really amazing. I love San Diego. It's one of my favorite cities in California. Uh, they have so much stuff down there. Like You can go to the wharf. You can go down to museum row you can also go to old town uh san diego is really great lots of excellent mexican food um there's also the beach is down there too and you can like walk around see a bunch of different stuff all kind of in one place um and the gas lamp district is really great the arts district in la is really fun too if you like going to bars like weird hipster bars with great food and um great beer and choices like that. So those are the places that I say you should visit in California. <laughs> and me. If you come to California, you can visit me. Yes. <laughs> too. I'm here. Your, like, sign-up sheet will be on the website. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, okay. Well, in regards to Ireland, I obviously know, you know, my my knowledge is very limited to, like, 
mostly Northern Ireland, except for a little bit of Dublin. Um, Giant's Causeway is gorgeous in terms of like, if you want to see like a fantastic, like gorgeous seaside work of nature, it's gorgeous. So basically what it is, it's like, it's all these stones that have somehow, I don't know the history, so just, you know, whatever. But like all the stones are in, I want to say they're like hexagon shapes what's the one or octagon shapes it's weird they're like they're all in these very specific shapes but they're like it's super like they're super uniform but i don't think they were man-made oh yeah and it's interesting it's very 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 pretty very picturesque um it's the very very top of ireland um and then obviously, because if you like Game of Thrones, there's a lot of Game of Thrones locations. There's one near where I live, uh, Winterfell, wasn't it? Called? Or it's like Winterfell is what the Game of Thrones location is called. I clearly know so much about it. <laughs> it's it's the it's the Winterfell is where the Starks live. Yes, exactly. So Winterfell, the castle that they use. Well, the set that they use for the castle is yes. there. Although, be prepared be, because yeah. what you see in the show and what you see in real life, they are not the same. This is true. This is true. Uh, I would say, though, if you do like really, really like the show, even though the location itself is a little bit of a letdown because obviously it's like teeny tiny bit of what they CGI <laughs> Uh, they do actually have like a lot of Game of Thrones themed activities. They even a lot of times have like the wolves from the show there. They really like play it up. Like Game of Thrones obviously is massive and Northern Ireland is getting on board of like, yeah, we need to capitalize on this. (laughs) So they do tours. So you can take a tour. There's tours specifically geared towards Game of Thrones. Um, and then like for Dublin, I say if you love books at all, go to Trinity College and go to the library there. They have some of like the oldest, oldest books and they're gorgeous. Like you just walk in the room and immediately it's just it's so picturesque. It's like basically what like uh like Belle from Beauty and the Beast, like that those like super tall bookshelves with like ladders and like spiral staircases and it's gorgeous um and what else what else in dublin uh there's the guinness factory which was really cool yeah guinness factory is dope and jameson factory temple temple bar oh yeah we temple bar is really awesome yeah basically be prepared to drink when you go to ireland what is it in um in Belfast? Uh, there's the Titanic Museum, yes. which was like super cool to go to. But trust me, you need more than one day. Oh yeah, <laughs> or be conservative about what you're gonna go look at. Yeah, no, no, the the Titanic Museum definitely, and uh, and just Belfast in general. Like it's it's a very small city, so it's very easy. Like you could literally just like walk the whole city, and it's nice mm-hmm. and. It's very like up and coming. Like they're, uh, like there's like cool, modern restaurants and like really old buildings. You know, it's it's fun. 
Mm-hmm. It's nice. And yeah, I am also in Ireland. So uh, sign up sheet for that will be on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Also that. Just kidding. All right. Uh, the next I'm going to I'm going to ask yeah. the questions. Uh, the next set of questions have been provided to us by I'm going to do Twitter handle. I don't know if this person wants this person's name said out loud. I have no idea. But it's X1101. Uh, he kindly sent us an email, which was really exciting because we never get email. I know. Love it. Um, so the first question he asked was, which one of you would win in a food fight? You? Me? What do you I think? I think you because... That's right. <laughs> I played softball. I, that's I exactly what I was going to say is you played softball. I feel like your arm would like definitely take mine for sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Maybe like five years ago it would have been me when I was like working at Jamba and like scooping ice cream all day. <laughs> yeah. But no, just making coffee doesn't build up my arm strength. But yeah, definitely you would win. Uh, and what foods would you pick for said food fight? Cold spaghetti. Oh, that's pretty Because that good. would feel weird. <laughs> Yeah, that's not great. And it gets everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Your shirt's going to have stains now. <laughs> how dare you? Um, Possibly pie. Ooh. I'd uh, be like, oh, no, I'm losing. Oh, no. It's got uh, on my no. face. Now it's into my mouth. Mmm, <laughs> key lime. Delicious. Like, could you throw that apple one next? <laughs> You were like, I have ice cream over here. I need some apple pie to go with it. See, I would be terrible in a food fight because I'd be like, I could be eating this food. Yeah. yeah, Basically, yeah. Okay. So his next question is, how much do you love Firefly? Well, thank you, Katie. Chelsea, you take this. (laughs) Thank you for for asking this question. Uh, X1101. I, I really enjoy Firefly. That's great. I I really like it. Katie? Um moving yes. on. Uh, <laughs> uh will you do an episode on how much you love Firefly? So uh, well <laughs> Chelsea and Eamon could do an episode together about how much they love Firefly. Yes. Uh it's not that I hate Firefly. I don't. I don't hate Firefly. It's more that I've watched four episodes and then stopped is, and never went which back. Which is like near half. So you're. <laughs> I know. So I, I made it halfway through the only season that they've got. No, um, I mean, one day I probably will finish Firefly. Who knows? Anyways, um, next question. <laughs> uh, why are Hufflepuffs the best? Um. I can answer this if you want. Yeah. I'm not a Hufflepuff, would, but I can you answer would know it. More. I wish I was a Hufflepuff, but. um, To be honest, Hufflepuffs are actually one of the best houses. I mean, I'm a Ravenclaw, uh, but Hufflepuffs, like even J.K. Rowling said it herself, that Hufflepuffs are the kind of people we should strive to be. So they're loyal and friendly and kind and... They're lots, they're basically supposed to, Hufflepuffs are supposed to have all of the best qualities of what a person 
is like should be so they're kind of like this high level to strive to so people that are actually hufflepuffs like those are the kind of people that you want to strive to be like so what is it newt scamander in fantastic beast he's a puff hufflepuff so and he's like super kind to animals a very sweet person doesn't like violence things like that and like hufflepuffs are great i'm just not a hufflepuff <laughs> i'm a ravenclaw but they are amazing and they should be treated with more respect when they're not yes correct go hufflepuff i honestly like i would consider myself a ravenclaw hufflepuff but pottermore says i'm ravenclaw so that's what i gotta go with i what is it i did take one of those tests where it's like oh which house is plural are you and i'm a raven puff so i'm like both i'm a ravenclaw and a hufflepuff so yay um, and the last question is, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Well, my answer to this is, what kind of unladen swallow are you speaking of? Is it a European swallow or an African swallow? Because if it's a European swallow, it's 24 miles per hour. And that's all I got. And I bless you for your reference to Monty Python. <laughs> I was going to say it. You were like, I know the answer to this question. And I was like, right, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> obviously that reference okay. just flew over my head <laughs> yeah it's a monty python reference anyways uh you can ask the next yeah, question so what was your favorite disney afternoon cartoon comes from beige of the geek to geek podcast um i actually did not watch disney afternoon cartoons growing up i was a nickelodeon child so I mean, I did watch Tailspin and Rescue Rangers, but that's probably about it with the Disney afternoon cartoons because I was super into like Rugrats, uh, Rocko's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy, Ah Real Monsters. Like that was what I watched and also Saved by the Bell, but that's not a afternoon cartoon. No. no, I was the same. I was a Nickelodeon kid for sure. Yeah. So sorry, B. sorry. Um, next. <laughs> Do y'all really like tea? Specif- yes, Beige, specifically yes. is how Beige asked. Uh, 100% yes. I have a whole shelf in our cabinet, in, my, in our kitchen, dedicated to tea. <laughs> yes. No, I... We we love tea. We actually, like, do like tea. Yeah. Like, 100%. I mean, I love... I love coffee, but I also really love tea. Like I love drinking. I'm like just all kinds of tea. I'll, I'll we'll we'll get into like there's a question about our favorite teas yes, further down. Exactly. Okay. Uh also from Beige, have there been any topics y'all have totally disagreed about whether it should be a podcast topic? Well, I think that was kind of a uh, maybe mentioned earlier with the whole firefly thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all, in all fairness, I feel like we're always pretty good about being on the same page. Like, even if it's something that I don't necessarily know a lot about, I feel like, or like, you know, with you, same with you, like, we'll both kind of go do the research or we'll go watch the thing or we'll go read the thing. And, you know, we're very open, I feel like, to checking out each other's you know pieces of media um have you felt like we disagreed on something (laughs) i don't i don't think so because it's like 
we're pretty amicable about it, but it's also if there's something that like you and I, if it's something that you really like and watch, like you did the episode of with X-Files and like, I'm not super, super into X-Files, but I was like, oh, just have that episode with somebody else. Yeah, exactly. So it's that. So we're totally fine. Like if there's an episode, like a topic that you and I, like one of us just knows nothing about or isn't very knowledgeable, then it's sort of like, oh, we'll just have a solo episode and I'll take a break. Exactly. Kind of deal. We're very Which we've done. So, yeah. Yeah. We are not rigid in any sense of the way. (laughs) I I hope so. Uh, Next question comes from Steph. Very loyal listener, Steph. Hello, Steph. I don't think she's listened to an episode since December, oh, but whoops. Well, it's nice to think she's, it's nice to think that she listens. She's in our Slack, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also rooming with her for San Diego Comic Con. So. There you go, best buddies of the podcast. Uh, final word on how pop tarts should be eaten. <laughs> so, for those that listen but are not part of our Slack uh, workspace, there was a huge discussion fight fight let's there was a fight basically a fight going on in our weekly geekery chat about which pop tarts are the best and which should like how they should be eaten because apparently um i'm a monster because i eat nude uh strawberry pop tarts and i am fine with eating eating them either toasted or untoasted so I don't like the frosting one. You are a monster, a Katie. Big... Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone thinks I'm a monster. What is it? Charles agrees with me from the Dawson Speak podcast because he thinks the the unfrosted strawberry ones are the best, too. So at least I've got one person who's with me. Charles, you're a monster, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy will love that. No, no, no. Um, why don't you give the final word? How should a Pop-Tart be eaten? Uh, I'm a monster, apparently. See, like, I know everyone says you should toast them. And, like, I will eat a toasted Pop-Tart. Like, it's a treat, if anything. But, like, the 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 best way to eat a Pop-Tart is just to eat it. Like, it doesn't matter. Although I will say the brown sugar flavor is disgusting and everyone should just throw it out the window. It, it's absolute <laughs> trash. Like, I hope... I hope that's satisfactory stuff. Just saying, just saying. All the fruit ones are delicious. The brown sugar is trash. Next question is favorite teas, hot versus iced, sugar, milk, etc. This comes from data underscore error from our Slack channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just put Slack. I speak Duh. Slack. Uh I think this will be interesting because I feel like you are very specific in your tea, whereas I am very loosey goosey about my tea. Um, po- yeah, yeah. You're very specific. Um, admit it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my favorite teas are probably I like black tea. Um, not sweetened. Yeah. Don't you put any sugar anywhere near my tea. Even if it's hot? Nowhere. No, I hate I, ugh, I can't do it. I can't do it. You no. couldn't last in this country. I was a mo- 
Oh my god. When I went to when I went to the south, let me tell you. Ooh. I was like, "Yeah, can I get uh, uh iced tea unsweetened, please?" I look like an alien. People were like, "Unsweetened?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want your glass of sugar with a little bit of tea in it. Like I don't want that." <laughs> um, but I like black tea. I like green tea, including matcha. Ooh, yes. Um, cuz like matcha and green tea are a little different. Yes. Um, I also really like uh, jasmine green tea is great. And I also like uh, like tropical tea is mm. good, like as like iced tea. So I drink both iced and hot. And I also really like um, milk tea. So like I like Thai milk tea. I love uh, taro milk tea. Like those things I really, really like. Um, but I don't put sugar. And I put milk in my hot tea depending on... Um, it depends. So, like, if I go to a tea place, like, I'm obviously having milk in my tea. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I get black tea. Um, if it's a different type of tea, like a jasmine or a green tea, I don't usually put hot. I don't put milk in those teas. Um, but, yeah, that's that's where I am. My roommate in, in grad school, she's like like you. She's just like, oh, I like all the tea. She's like, oh, this this chocolate caramel tea is interesting. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> See, I wouldn't go that far. I don't it, like those, like, like cupcake flavored tea. I'm like, how? How is that even possible? <laughs> you put a cupcake in your t- in your cup, and then you pour tea oh. over it, and then you eat, then you drink, <laughs> then you drink That's it. Disgusting. Um, no, I would say like my top number one all favorite, like tea is Thai tea, like Thai milk tea with boba. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go have a daydream about that real quick. Um, <laughs> just saying. No, but uh, let's see. I'm, I change like every day. Like the thing about like living here is you're always going to be offered a cup of tea when you go to someone's house. Um, and like for here, like no one, or, like especially like even at my work, no one orders tea as, oh, can I have like English breakfast tea? They just go, oh, can I get tea? Can I get a cup of tea? instantly like black Mm -hmm. tea is the the default like always um and then like everywhere you go like someone goes oh how do you take your tea i'm like i don't care throw some milk in there throw some sugar whatever like (laughs) however it ends up i usually drink it it's fine um but i love green tea you usually like i would prefer like a minty green tea Okay. Um, some people are very against it. Tastes like toothpaste. I get that. I do. Um, I still um, like it. RM. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, definitely. Different conversation. Uh, no, but I mean, I, I totally get that. Like I didn't used to like mint tea and then I just kind of like got used to it. Um, I've been especially obsessed with in the last two years or so with chamomile tea. Uh, I pretty much can't go to sleep without a cup of chamomile tea now. I've had, like, a lot of sleeping issues, like insomnia, and just, like, having, like, massive anxiety about sleeping for some reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, and chamomile seemed to be, like, the only thing that really helped. Even Eamon drinks it now. He noticed a big nice. difference in his sleep when he started having a cup before bed and... This is a man who would, like, have the same type of tea, like, every single day for the past, like, 30 years of his life. I mean, 
<laughs> he was drinking the same tea when he was in the womb. Like, it's just it's what exactly. it is. Exactly. So, no, but he, even he was like, oh, I definitely slept better. So we always have a cup of chamomile, like, every night before bed. And, uh, nice. yeah. I, like I said, I'll drink it anyway. Like, anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, you asked um, the last one. Last question from this section of questions. Before, before we get to the Rob questions, <laughs> is... <laughs> That sounded like I said that with like disdain. No. Like I hate it that he has just a bunch we of questions. We really appreciate it's it, Rob. It's not true. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just put you in a separate section, that's all. Um, so last question is coming from Steph, also was in Slack. It says, if you had to choose a fandom universe to live in, which would it be? Chelsea. See, like my immediate automatic answer always goes to like Stars Hollow or like Gilmore Girls. Yep. Like, wouldn't it just be so nice? Like, the drama is so minimal. And like, <laughs> oh no, they put a street light in the town. <laughs> oh boy. You know what I mean? Like, it would it yeah. would be like an overall pretty chill, low-key universe to be in. Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll just make that my answer. Katie? Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, magic. Because <laughs> magic. But I would like it to be post, post. Harry Potter. Voldemort, <laughs> please. Yeah. Post Harry Potter. Post Voldemort, please. Because um, I don't want to get murdered <laughs> Yeah, by magic. I don't want that to happen. But I think living in the Harry Potter universe would be super sick because magic. Yeah. That's, that's it. I don't need a car. I could just apparate places. That would make life so much easier. So much easier. Yes. Oh my god. So great. Ugh. Yes, Noah. That's just I want I want the magic to be real. Same. Okay. So let's go to uh Rob's question. So as like Chelsea mentioned, we picked not all of the questions. So we're gonna try to what did you just uh do? nothing <laughs> add and add and zeros. No, to like you know how the, the keyboard on this laptop is awful. It did Whoops, that. A little, little yeah. behind the scenes there, folks. Uh, <laughs> Rob, let's Anyways. go to your questions. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's going out completely unedited. Yes. <laughs> um, which comic book slash character uh, should get a live action show on one of the streaming services? Chelsea, you take this 100% one. Miss Marvel, like the most recent Miss Marvel. And I know I think she is getting one, but I need it now. That is all. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think Wonder Woman would be pretty sick to have her own like I have a have a show again, like but like off of this version of her character. Like specifically Gal Gadot or Gadot? Yeah. Yeah, like how how it is like this high in like high action packed thing. Like I want it to be another live action. I know like Wonder Woman was a live action show before, mm -hmm. but I'd like to see it in this time, like with all the stuff that we've got that would make it like super crazy awesome. Yeah. That would be really great. Nice. Okay. Next one. If you could own one screen used movie prop, what would it be? I know mine. You what about you? Answer because I highlighted this question and I forgot what my answer was gonna be. 
I would like to own the 1967 Chevy Impala from Supernatural. <laughs> I want the car. Ooh. I want it so bad. It would be so sick to own that car. I mean, I don't know if I would drive it anywhere because that thing probably, the gas mileage on that beast is probably terrible, but it would be super awesome to own that because technically it's a movie prop like in the show. So it counts and I want it. This is true. Um, dang. Uh, movie, movie, movie. I'm going to say, I know you don't like Gone with the Wind, Katie, but I actually just recently rewatched Gone with the Wind. I would love to own, like, one of her dresses, specifically the Mm -hmm. white dress with, like, the green flowers that she wears to the Wilkes uh, barbecue party in the beginning of the movie. It's so pretty. Nice. It's so pretty. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, Katie, general thoughts on social media, and if you had to cut back to one platform, what would it be? This would be hard for you, Katie. No, it wouldn't. You are all over social media. Well, like, social media, are we talking, like, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Oh, it might be hard. I, I was going to say, Twitter alone, <laughs> like... <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Um come back to what platform what would it be if i had to cut back to one i would probably cut it to twitter like i would keep twitter so i hardly use facebook now um i only check it like maybe a couple times a week if i'm bored yeah um i check it more now because of like our pages so like the tea time page and then i'm also an admin on the geek to geek network page so I check it a little bit more often for those instances, but like I hardly use Facebook. I like Instagram a lot because of pictures, but most of the time people will post whatever they post on Instagram. They post on Twitter too. So it's feel like I wouldn't be missing out too much. And I spend a lot of time on Twitter, like a lot. So I would be fine with cutting back to just using Twitter. Um, general thoughts on social media. I'm okay with social media. I like it in the fact that it allows you to be connected to more people outside of your circle. So like people that you would normally see, it lets you stay connected with people like other family members that don't live in state. It lets you keep uh, in touch with, you know, old friends from like high school, college, whatever. Um, It also gives you more access to uh, movies, celebrities, TV shows, musicians, things like that, that you normally wouldn't have access to outside of like, just, oh, I saw their movie. I saw their TV show. I want, like I bought their music. So it lets you have more access and more of on a one on, like it puts them more on your level. I feel like to a certain extent, because you can interact with them in a more intimate way. Like I would say, intimate way like it's not really personal it's more intimate way so like you have the ability if they respond to you like you're actually speaking to that particular celebrity or musician or artist things like that so that's pretty cool yes that's generally how i feel i would say i feel very very similar i think social media can be such a lovely thing um it is a shame that with all of the incredible, wonderful things that there are a lot of bad 
it's it is what it is i mean i feel like it's always going to be that way so i just try to focus on the fact that it brings me closer to people it's how i met my husband it's how i've met a lot of my friends it's how i stay in touch with my friends it's how i connect um like you said it it kind of lets you into the world of your favorite celebrities and like I think a lot of it is like how you use it and who you follow. I've been very, very mindful about who I follow on social media lately. Like, like if you know how like people always talk about how like, Oh, like you look at all those girls on Instagram and it makes you feel terrible about yourself. Like, like then why are you following them? (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So like I very much try to cater like my social media feeds to like what makes me feel good and what makes me feel positive and what makes me feel inspired because I do spend a lot of time on on social media. I don't post a lot on social media, but I do take a lot of it in. So lately, especially I've been trying to follow like people that like make me happy and make me feel good and make me feel like not like crap. So yeah yeah so I think as long as like you focus on it being a good thing and you focus on making it a good I don't know like you can cut out all the bs that goes around is like the toxic crap that's part of social media too if you're mindful yeah exactly I think it's something you definitely have to work at but yeah yes uh, Katie, what is, well, this is obviously from Rob to both of us, but I don't know. Uh, what's your favorite sound? The one that calms you or makes you happy and why? So my favorite sound in the whole world is literally the sound of a baseball or softball being hit by an aluminum bat. <laughs> wow. Very specific. <laughs> Which is very specific. I just love the, the it does this like tink sound yeah I love it it's like one of my favorite sounds in the whole world um because like I played softball when I was younger and my brother played baseball and so like I grew up sort of around that sound and it just it makes me really happy for unknown reasons so like I have gone several times to just like batting cages where I take my like I just go to like a slow pitch softball cage and I'm like tink tink it makes me really happy so nice I like that yeah what about you? Um, well, if I were to get real specific that way, I really enjoy the sound like when you're pouring hot water into your cup, like for tea or like pouring hot coffee into a cup, like the whooshing and like you just know that you're going to be drinking it soon and it's just satisfying and like your hand gets warm it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, but actually, like, I wanted to tack something on to this, or tack on something to my answer, and say, I've been getting into ASMR lately. Like, it's becoming the only way I can sleep lately. Uh, so bless those videos. It's like, it's it's not like the, probably the ASMR that you're thinking of. Like, you're, it's not like you know, mouth noises and weird stuff, like, which you would, you would literally, like, burn your ears listening to. Because <laughs> you hate what hearing people eat. Oh, yeah, if we want to get into that and be like, what's the sound you hate most in the world? <laughs> it's listening to any person eat. Yes. 
No, eat. But like anybody that eats with their mouth open in a bag of chips is like my kryptonite instantly, people. It is awful. Instantly on your do not talk to ever again list. <laughs> no, but like, like there's this like YouTube channel specifically where they focus on a lot of like sleep like or sounds that are good for sleep and like like a makeup brush brushing over a mic and it wouldn't you wouldn't think it'd be soothing but oh my god it instantly puts puts me to sleep and i love it so i've been real like going down that hole on youtube (laughs) nice (laughs) uh what table did you sit at in high school and were you in any clubs um well we didn't really have tables to like sit at none when I was in high school. Not really. Um, there were tables like in the, yeah, well kind of. So I sat for the first few years of high school, I sat with the softball people cause I played softball, um, freshman through junior year. So I sat with like my softball friends. Yeah. So I guess like the athlete jock table. maybe. Yeah. I guess for us it would have to, it would be kind of like the like metaphor of which table yeah. would you sit at? Yeah, so I sat with them, and then my last year of high school, I ate lunch in my in my AP European history class. Like, I sat with those people. So I went from, like, the athlete table to the super nerd table. Yeah. That's what I did. And then for clubs in high school, I was part of a club called uh, uh, ISC. So it was International Studies Club. And what we did is we went and saw musicals and plays. That was like our big thing. So it was the with that club is when I went and saw my very first professional musical, which was Phantom of the Opera. And I got to see a lot of shows because we did group discount tickets and and stuff. So it was like the ultimate club because I love theater and musicals and stuff. So it was like the best club to be a part of. That sounds good. Um, I also kind of went through weird transitions, different clubs in high school i think everyone does and we we had tables but like really everyone just went all over campus like yeah i don't know so my freshman year i was in color guard which is you know the the flag twirling that you do and with the marching band um i was really good at it too but the the whole group was toxic so i left uh but basically we would just sit on the lawn in front of the band room. That was what I did freshman year. And then like sophomore, junior, like more like sophomore beginning of junior year, I was like in culinary, with like our culinary academy. So I sat with all the culinary kids sometimes. And then I got real into drama, like hardcore, like, like that became my click. So from kind of like junior year, to senior year we would hang out in the drama room and yeah sometimes it'd be like standing outside the drama room but it was mainly like inside but nice and then clubs i was in drama uh i was in choir my senior year uh i don't know i tried to do a lot of clubs but i was just super into drama just super into it and like i did improv that kind of thing yeah i know i would never do improv now i oof no but in high school i was just fearless (laughs) i was also in drama club i forgot about that one because i did plays and stuff so i was in like drama class and then i was in drama club same too 
same z's uh um you want me to ask the next question i uh, does it only apply to me yes (laughs) oh okay go ahead i think i bolded this one no uh do you play no i did you play an instrument if not which one would you want to learn if so when can we hear you play um so i i learned clarinet in elementary school um that did not stick (laughs) i think i could play uh, mary had a little lamb and then i sort of gave that up so woodwinds not my um forte uh but i did (laughs) i did learn to play the piano and i still kind of can a little bit i have a keyboard in my garage yeah um maybe i'll play it and post a video post it on our instagram i cannot (laughs) or i'll post the video of me playing it when i actually knew how to play it which i learned how to play silent night oh and i wasn't half bad nice so that was me next yes uh well i mean if i had to pick one it would be piano but that's just yeah moving on so i think these are mostly going to go to you Uh, so best Jeff Goldblum movie, uh, Jurassic Park, worst Jeff Goldblum movie, The Fly, best gold Jeff Bloom movie, um, best Bloom gold Jeff movie, (laughs) (laughs) do you not have answers to these, Katie? (laughs) Just, (laughs) um, I love Jeff Goldblum. Uh, most of his movies are fantastic. I still love Jurassic Park 2. I don't care what people say. I know that one's supposed to be the worst one, but whatever. It's all Jeff Goldblum all the time. Um, I I think... You know what? Okay, so the best gold Jeff Bloom movie, definitely going to be Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, nice. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Um, best Bloom gold Jeff movie... I, I can't answer this. Rob, what are you doing to me? <laughs> I like these combinations, though. They're nice. Yeah, I know. They were so good. My dad had given me one for the best Bloom Jeff Gold movie, or Gold Jeff movie, but I can't remember what it oh, was. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, what terrible song do you secretly still sing slash dance to? So we both had to, like, look this up because we were like, what's a terrible song? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't easily come to mind. But when I looked up list of terrible songs, I found Barbie Girl by Aqua. By Aqua. <laughs> which, like, god-awful song. But, like, will I sing every single word when it comes on? You betcha. Yes. What about you? Yes. Um, I put uh, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I also put Go Ninja Go, which I don't know if that's the actual name of the song, but the one that's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when Vanilla Ice was in it. So, like, I don't know if that song actually, like, went anywhere, but, like, he sings that song in that movie. Oh, okay. Um, I'm talking about, like, the old school version from the 90s, well, like, yeah, that, that <laughs> Ninja Turtle movie. I don't know if you ever saw no, that one. No, I did not. But, but obviously Vanilla Ice it. was in it, so of course it was the 90s. <laughs> It was like his pre, like right before he got all of his like gajillion tattoos that he's got. Okay. Um, what is the worst ship you've ever seen? So I'm assuming we, we went with like it being like a ship between people. Like, I don't know if he's asking like a ship ship, like one that sails. I doubt it. I think Rob knows us better than that. 
I mean, he could be wanting to know if we've ever seen a bad looking ship. And I'm like, maybe. Yeah. No, I mean, he could very much be like, absolutely. I was talking about boats. (laughs) (laughs) But I, anyways, what's, what's yours? Well, I've answered this question. Well, like similarly, but I'm going to give a completely different answer and say, uh, oh my God, what is the name? Tom and Anne on Parks and Rec, which you obviously don't know, but people on here will know. Why? Okay. Why did it even happen? Moving on. How about you? Um, I picked one from Glee because Ooh. it's one that I absolutely loathe, which is Blaine and Karofsky. Oh, my God. Like, I was so angry about that one because Karofsky, like... Like, he had a lot of character development or whatever, but, like, it was all off screen, and he just, like, was awful. He treated Kurt so terribly. He bullied him, threatened to kill him. He's the whole reason that Kurt even switched to going to Dalton. Like, there are so many reasons why this is such a bad thing. Like, it made me so, so, so angry when I was like, oh, Blaine's with Karofsky now? Like, ugh. Yeah. Still mad about it, guys. That was awful. Still. Okay. Um, what is one movie that you will never see again? Side effects. I don't know. With uh Rooney Mara, I think Channing Tatum. Oh I have never been so angry after a movie before in my entire life. (laughs) Angry because I had wasted two hours of my life and twelve dollars. And yes. I will never get that back. Nope. But I think it's on Amazon Prime. If anyone's <laughs> just kidding, I'm not promoting that movie. No, thank you. Absolute no, garbage. You. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> um, minus Straw Dogs. Straw Dogs. Um, it had Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Kate Bosworth, and James Marsden in it. I will never watch this movie ever again. Because there were things that happened in this movie that just, like, it actually ruined me being able to continue watching True Blood. Oh, wow. <laughs> because I couldn't, like, it, it, <laughs> I love Alexander Skarsgård, but this movie, like, tainted how I saw him. Even though I know that, like, his character in this movie is not him. Like, it is not him. But, like, moving forward from that, like, I couldn't disassociate his character in True Blood from his character in this movie. And it made me really angry and disgusted with, like, what happened in the film. And so I will never, ever (laughs) watch this movie ever again. Like, never. (laughs) Just say. Right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what is one upcoming movie you're super excited to see? Captain Marvel. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm very excited to see it. It's coming out next week. It's going to be fantastic. It better be fantastic. Say, like, uh, <laughs> I hope it is. It freaking better be. Um, Jimmy Chan's in it. I'm so excited. Yes. Like, I'm. I'm excited to see it because, I mean, obviously, like, it's a character, obviously, that you were talking about that you have been wanting to see do, like, you want her to have her own show and all this stuff. And it looks fantastic. And it's going to be the first female-centric uh, superhero movie for Marvel. So it'll be exciting yes. 
to see. And I'm really thrilled. Years and later. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> uh, 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 where was that Black yeah, Widow film? Yeah. Uh, just kidding. Moving They're on. still working <laughs> on it, apparently. Moving on. Anyways. Um, you could right. pick the next one. Assign your co-host one superpower you can't discuss ahead of time. Uh, your ability to transport or like anywhere you want in a blink. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I actually thought of that earlier at work today. I was like, Katie needs to cut down on her drive time. <laughs> oh my God. You're like, Katie needs to stop being like sitting in traffic all the time. Yes. Um, I think I give you the ability to fly. Yeah. Cause that would be cool because then you could fly and come visit me. Yes. So this is a personal choice. So it's like the same, it's a similar power, but I just have to work a little bit harder. I'm all right with that. Well, yeah. <laughs> you get to blink and be there. I have to like fly. No, I actually would enjoy the fly time. So don't worry. I like this. I was like, I don't, I wasn't going to give you the like, like Superman status. Not like you have to like flap your arm. <laughs> <laughs> like you could be like Supergirl where you yeah, just fly. That'd be dope. That's what I'm saying. That'd be dope. Okay. <laughs> I I feel like we already re- we answered. We, yes, we agree and it's fine. Yes. And moving on. Uh trashiest uh, book TV whatever you secretly love. Um so trashiest book series that I love is the Crossfire series. It came out around the same time as Fifty Shades of Grey, like similar concept, like rich billionaire meets like that, but it's written better and it's, it's still really trashy and terrible. And I read all four books and I love them. Did I physically, did I purchase physical copies of these books? No. (laughs) Do I have only digital copies of these books? Yes. Understood. Um movie for some really awful unknown reason i really love 50 shades darker the film version i've watched it more times than is necessary to explain on this podcast and embarrass myself but i for some reason enjoy it i don't know why i just do so yes um no i have impeccable taste so i have nothing just kidding Okay, moving on. <laughs> no, really, I, 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 I'm not into trashy stuff. Like, I'm sure there's something that other people would consider trash, but I don't know. I was trying to think about TV shows. Like, I watch Catfish, which I don't know if that's considered trashy. Um, no, see, I don't, I don't my... watch like any of those reality shows. Not like because they're trashy, just because like I wouldn't even know. Like, it's not easy for me to watch, nor do I just particularly enjoy those kind of TV shows. Um, I will say I sort of kind of do enjoy watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) When my sister watches it, because she loves loves watching it. Um, So, like, there are things that I do enjoy about Keeping Up with the Kardashians. would BuzzFeed videos count? Like, that would be, like, the trashy, like... Possibly. That would be, like, trashy YouTube videos. Like, they're pointless, and they're garbage, and they take about, you know... They take no thought into probably coming up with yeah. them. But I very much enjoy it, and it passes my time. 
Fantastic. Yes. Um, I'm going to take this question, yes. which is top five tips for Disney- visiting Disneyland. And so mine is purchase your tickets online be- ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> also, look up what is going to be closed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a big tip. On the website. Look it up. Okay. Also, pay attention to when you go through the like the the security check tent. They have a sign out there that tells you what attractions are closed for the day. So don't get angry when you go in there and Matterhorn is down for refurbishment and you don't understand why, even though it's been closed for two months. Okay, I'm just saying. Yes. Um, so that uh, utilize Fast Pass. Take advantage of that. Um, Fast passes, like they let you. So if you do the Max Pass at Disneyland, which you can purchase ahead of time on the Disneyland app, I sound like a commercial for Disneyland. Um, you can book <laughs> your Fast sponsored. Passes in advance. Um, you can book your uh, some of your Fast Passes in advance, uh, which is good. Um, but also just take advantage of using the Fast Pass system because it helps you get through the lines a little bit quicker um also on your fast pass ticket it tells you at the bottom like what time you can get a new one so if one of your fast passes is super far advanced like super far out in the day so like if you get it for like say uh racers at california adventure and your time to go on that ride isn't until like say 6 p.m and it's only noon you can get another fast pass like two hours later so it tells you what time you can get another one so pay attention to that um if you have any dietary restrictions when you go to Disneyland, they are very, very, like, flexible. So if you have any, like, gluten, you're a vegetarian, like, any sort of dietary restriction or allergy, ask to talk to a chef. They will come out and talk to you, and they will make you food. <laughs> they will. They will make you fresh food based on whatever dietary restriction you have. You just need to talk to, ask to talk to somebody, and they're super, like helpful and whatever you need like those are the biggest things and uh drink water sit down often and have fun that's more than five but do all of those things yes that's my tip for disneyland very good uh thank you thank you i love disneyland anyways um chelsea what is your dream job uh, tour guide on the WB tour in Burbank. Oh, that would be sick. That's a pretty cool yes. job. Um, <laughs> I dream job. God, I was thinking, I've been thinking about this. Um, oh, I don't know. It's going to be nothing as cool as like that being, being a tour guide at Burbank would be pretty it's sick. It's like for but... dream job. <laughs> That would be cool. Um, I don't know. Probably, like, now, I I think it would be super cool, like, to be a uh, concert photographer. Ooh. Like, I think that would be super fun. Like, if you become attached to just, like, one band or something and you're very successful at it and you get to travel around with them when they go on their world tours and stuff like that like that would be super cool to do to be a concert photographer oh that would be so much fun nice okay next you get one fictional item but it works in real life what do you choose and why obviously a magic wand i know which rob provided because then i can (laughs) 
Well, I mean, he did. He did that as an example. But honestly, like, it would be super sick to have a magic wand that actually works. Because then I can apparate. Because it, you use your wand to apparate. Done. Done and done. Boom. I don't need any more than that. Exactly. Ice cream or frozen yogurt? Um. Oh. Ice cream. Same. Both are good, but ice cream. Yes. Ice cream. Um, favorite type of dance have you taken lessons if not which one would you want to learn and why I love to watch ballet I took lessons when I was five but I would totally actually would love to learn hip hop oh that would be that would be really cool yeah how about you Um, my my favorite type of dance is ballet I have never taken lessons I have always wanted to, but I am too old. I have bad, I have a messed up ankle and not in any way, shape or form to be doing anything ballet related. So I just watch ballet related videos and movies and TV shows. Yes. Um, any sporting events you like to watch and why? That's just for you. (laughs) Okay. I'll answer this. Um, my favorite sport, well, I like lots of sports, but my ultimate favorite sport is professional cycling, which is weird, but I love it. And, uh, I will watch it on TV, but I usually don't watch the whole thing. Like if I watch it on TV, I'll usually like wait until towards the end, maybe the last like hour or half an hour of the race, because that's when all the like real excitement happens. I also like going to cycling events, which I try to do every May, which is with the Amgen tour of California, which is the race that they have here. Um, because all the big name people that I love come and cycle in this race with their teams, because usually the people that come to this also do the tour de France, which is the biggest race in the world. Um, and it's also my bucket list dream is to go to the final st- stage of the Tour de France on the Champs-Élysées and maybe a couple other ones. Um, it's a dream of mine. But I also like baseball and I love college football. And I also like watching like snowboarding and um, skateboarding. So I like watching the X Games and the Olympics and stuff like that. Sporting events. I like sports. <laughs> I pretty much would only watch tennis, but all I've been getting into darts in the last year, but not like really. It's like yeah. when someone else is watching darts, I will also then watch it. But dude, my dad totally is really into professional dart. Like, like he'll watch the dart competitions and it is like not actually like it's pretty entertaining to watch it because is. it's all the drunk people in the crowd that you're listening. To. Well, that's true. But, like, a lot which of it is, is math, which, well, like, not a lot of it's math, but, like, there's a lot of math involved in terms of, like, when you're watching it, like, you have to figure out what their last double's gonna be or, like, you know, what their next three shots are gonna need to be to finish off, like, you know, things like that. So I like that because I like math, but but I like tennis yeah. as well. Yes. Hmm. Um, If you had to go back to school, what would you study? now and why i think i highlighted that for myself or you did i don't know uh i don't know uh i would go to film school nice um 
Okay, so for this quest, this this question, because there's another question that I would like, it completely changes my answer. Oh. Um, for the next question, but if I had to go back to school, I would study effective science, which is a section of psychology, and I would study emotions. That's what I would want to study because it got super interested in how, um, like people deal with emotions when I was doing my thesis in grad school, because that was something that I utilized as part of my, uh, research was looking at emotional labor. It's basically how people express emotions, whether they're faking them, faking their emotions, suppressing their emotions or expressing genuine emotion and how those three things affect a person and how they can react to situations. So if I could go back to school, I would probably get my PhD in effective science with like in, in studying emotions and like do research and stuff about that. That would be super sick. That's what I would want to do. Nice. Um, but if you had to redo school, like go back in time, what would you, would you study the same thing or would you, why or why not? Like, would you change it? Um, you, me, uh, I kind of jumped between criminal justice and sociology, which I'm still like, like, I still find a lot of that stuff super fascinating, but I, I always had this vision for myself, this naive vision for myself in high school that I was going to like, you know, get that super professional job. But like, I've come to now realize that's just not me, but like, I am interested in those things. So I wouldn't study that because I feel like, I don't know, for some reason I always did. I never thought I could like get a job in like the pop culture realm, like Obviously, when I was in high school, like, being a YouTuber didn't exist. Not that I would, like, want to become a YouTuber. But, like, there's this whole big area of job opportunities now that weren't there ten years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I wish I'd gone to film school, learned about, like, how production, you know, is how productions are made and how things are done and learning about film even like if it was like art school that would have been cool like i mm-hmm. like i feel like i find myself more and more trying to get into different realms of art like i love photography my dad's actually trying to teach me how to paint right now <laughs> um, that's so cute he's like filmed a whole tutorial and everything for me it's like amazing i'm crying <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so um, cute so yeah i i would go into something that I would more like actually it would actually be practical, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You? Um, if I could go back in time, I would not study psychology. No, not at all. <laughs> no. I mean, I love psych, don't get me wrong. Like, I love it so much. It's so great, but like where my life is now, like I wish I could go back and be a computer science major and learn how to code and like learn how to read and write in different languages, uh, computer languages and software and stuff like that because of how applicable those skills are now and like how important they are. And maybe if I had focused more on being like, dude, computers are cool. Like I want to get into this, then maybe my life would be in a different spot. Like I'm not unhappy about where my life is, but I also really like my job and my job is 
in the realm of computers, but like there are times where I get frustrated because I wish I understood more when I don't. So there is still like, I have the ability to learn more, which I'm trying to do. So like, I'm trying to pick up more stuff there is about like computers and how those function and coding and all of that stuff. But it would have been so much easier if I had gone to school for that. Yeah. Just saying. Um, yeah. So now that I feel traumatized by that question, <laughs> um, Rob did say what was the most difficult question on this list to answer. And Rob had actually put this like massive, like D and D style question that I read oh, through. Yeah. And I'm just like, I wanted to answer it, but honestly, like I've never played D and D in my life. And also we're almost an hour and a half into this episode. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry, I'm sorry Rob. Maybe it will be a bonus question on another episode that we'll just like pop it, throw it in there randomly. Yeah. Be like, oh, by the way, we did not answer this question, yeah. but um, I want to answer four more and then we're going to wrap this up. Yep. <laughs> so the last question that Rob asked is what keeps you two so close together as friends? The internet. And no, <laughs> the internet. Um, I will say that Chelsea and I became pretty close because of, um, shared interests in different things. So, uh, we met through mutual friends, which we've have like mentioned and talked about before, but, uh, she and I got super close because of like Veronica Mars and Gilmore girls is basically like how we sort of bonded. And then like the longer we spent time together, the more we realized that a lot of the things that we both like are also things that the other person likes. So, uh, our shared pop culture interests is what helped like make us friends. And then I think just as time progressed, like, like I don't, I can't see my life in a place where Chelsea's not my friend. Basically. And this is the part of the podcast where I cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the part of the podcast where I cry just in the yeah, corner. Katie's the crier. I'm the let's make a joke about crying person. But <laughs> how dare you? And, uh, you know, you're not wrong because I literally cry about everything. The moment anybody is like, oh, this is really sad. I'm like, well, I'm bawling. So <laughs> instant tears. No. Yeah. I mean, I think like this podcast has been a huge vehicle in keeping us so close. Like, yeah, the reason why like we are friends is pop culture like not obviously just but like that's a huge core of it and this mm -hmm. podcast is just like a massive like hold of keeping us together and it's fantastic and like that's built like a foundation that will then like go on you know Forever. yeah emotions i don't do well with them let's move on <laughs> <laughs> emotions you're like katie's crying it's katie's fine crying. Ah. <laughs> okay so i wrote these questions yes um i didn't know we were supposed to come up with questions my bad i don't know i just i put questions from us and i'm the only one that wrote them katie's like i'm here so, to grill you <laughs> mostly I, I wrote the first one just because i wanted to answer oh, it. sounds about right <laughs> Sounds about I right. just write questions that I want to answer, yes, basically. Go for it. Okay, so this one I put is, have you ever adopted anything from a TV show or movie into your daily life? So something would be like, what I'm like meaning is like uh, fashion style, hairstyle, shoes, accessories, anything of that nature. Have you ever like 
adopted it into your daily life, like something that you do all the time now? Uh, <laughs> like... Like, I'd be lying if I'd say no. Like, definitely when I was a kid, obviously, I'd see, like, you know, my favorite person wearing a certain hairstyle. And, of course, I was like, yeah, I need to do that immediately. Um, Like, when Mandy Moore had her, like, super short haircut, like, that's the picture I used. (laughs) Oh, geez. No, like, when I was a kid. Um, I don't know, like... Fashion was always weird. I'm not a very, like, fashion-focused person. Mm-hmm. So, no. But, like, sure. Like, have I adopted, like, a thing here and there? Like, maybe even subconsciously? Sure. Mm-hmm. Katie, your answer. Because <laughs> you have a better answer, obviously. Okay. So, I... Maybe, like, 98% of the time, part my hair on the side mm-hmm. um, over my left eye, Yeah, basically. Um, and I didn't used to do that. So usually my hair was parted down the center and always was. And then I saw Roswell. <laughs> right. And I loved Liz's hair. And so I started uh, parting my hair on the side. Mm-hmm. and like wearing side ponytails because sometimes she did that or she'd wear her hair in a ponytail and like throw her hair over her shoulder so I started doing that and I literally have done that pretty much my entire life since then oh there you go so that and <laughs> this is ridiculous <laughs> so this ring yes <laughs> I wear a clattering um have pretty much always worn a clattering um, because it's the ring that Angel gave Buffy. <laughs> yes. And that is the reason, like, my dad got me my first one as a gift because of that. Because, like, Angel and Buffy were, like, my big ship at the time. And I have basically worn one pretty much every, like, forever since then. And that was, like, the late 90s. So I have... Destroyed many rings of these lots of times, especially at Disneyland where it like gets caught on something. But the one I'm wearing is the one that I actually bought in Ireland. Yeah. This one's an official one. And I think the most recent thing is, is I bought, (laughs) I bought a pair of Vans that I like wear all the time, mostly because I kept watching all these people and freaking all these K-pop people wear them when they dance. And I have always wanted a pair. So I just bought them. Oh, nice. Um, but last night at the concert, the sheer number of vans in the venue was astronomical. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, hey, my mom just brought me coffee. Nice. Hello. Inside scoop on that. <laughs> um, this is totally staying in the episode. I can't believe it. Yes, keep it in. I got Starbucks. You're like, uh, excuse me, this is uh, tea time, not coffee time. <laughs> they don't know that it's coffee. Actually, Anyways. I have juice. Now you're making me thirsty. You're welcome. Uh, okay, next. Next um, question is, what is something that you miss about each other since you live so far apart? Chili's trips, obviously. 
because obviously uh-huh. like the group of us would go sorry we're just like drinking on air <laughs> uh we used to all go to Chili's and like be there for hours talking about pop culture talking about everything to the point where we would like get outside and be still like still be talking and then like go to our cars and still be talking and then just standing outside of our cars for an hour or two talking and then finally being like guys i really gotta go home okay well should we just drive over to the puente hills mall why not let's just go (laughs) like you know what i mean yeah that happened a lot i do because both you and maria are gone and no. so, like, our OG Chili's group is now down to, like, three. It's down to our Instagram uh, <laughs> chat. Yeah. Um. There is... I do miss, like... The thing that I miss is, like, being able to, like, go over to your house. Or, like, you come over here and we, like, watch, like, four or five episodes of a TV show or something. Oh, hell yes. And, like, eat... Miguel's bad food for us eat Miguel's or like Del Taco or burgers or something and just like chill for hours and then like sometimes you would awkwardly have dinner with my family or watch half of John Wick (laughs) I've seen John Wick about four times never from beginning to end in the one sitting but I've seen at least like 10 times be at your house yeah do you want to take a wild guess at what movie uh, my family was watching before I came oh over here to do the podcast? Oh my god, are you joking? <laughs> no, I'm not. It was on TV and we were like, oh, John Wick's on. Because my mom was like, I'm going to turn off the TV. Oh, but John Wick's on. So we started watching it. There's a rule in, in Katie's house. Uh, if John Wick is on, you watch it. <laughs> we literally watch, this is inside scoop into my family, okay? We literally watch three things, like, on a very regular basis, if there's nothing else on. Law and Order SVU. And normally we're watching it on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Or if it's just on TV. Cops. Oh, okay. <laughs> we watch Cops all the time. If there's nothing on, we're like, oh, hey, Cops is on. And I was like, ooh, they're doing the prostitution, like, like <laughs> episodes. So all of the episodes in a row are, like, about prostitution stings. Right. Stuff like that. So we'll watch Cops. Or we're watching John Wick. Like, those are literally the only things that we watch in my house. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And then earlier I was talking about the Muppets. So I just wanted to, like, I was talking about the Muppets with somebody. And I was like, uh, who's your favorite Muppet? <laughs> so I put that on there. I didn't watch the Muppets a lot. So oh, God. I'll just say, like, isn't Gonzo one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's say that because I mean I don't want to go for the obvious uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit. There are other Muppets, but okay. That's what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> obviously, I don't know a lot of them. <laughs> I'm I'm terrible. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I do love the Muppets. I will say that um, my favorite Muppet is Beaker. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Because he's amazing. But also, um, do you have a favorite person from, a favorite uh, puppet from Sesame Street? Oh, Elmo. Like, big time. Yeah. Uh, I loved Elmo's world. I could probably sing the theme song right now, but I'm not going to. No. 
Um, Cookie Monster, I absolutely love. Uh, so, so much. I relate to Cookie Monster for sure. <laughs> yes. And my cat just came in because he was crying. Yeah. So I think that is a good time to wrap up this episode. Oh, Katie's so take it away. Chelsea. I was gonna say Katie's hosting this episode all of a sudden. Uh, well, that's gonna no. T- <laughs> well, that's gonna wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. The show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at Tea Time with KC. You can also chat us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash KC. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at twithkc at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. And lastly, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Geek2Geek Media Network by visiting geek2geekmedia.com. The Twitch stream subscription links for Capsule J and Troidal Power will be included in our show notes, and you can chat with us in real time by joining our Slack workspace or our Discord server. Invite links to those will be included in our show notes. Until next time, bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.